With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wonka, a hotel group, is opening Willy Wonka-inspired rooms in New York and L.A. Yep, the only catch is just one bed. You have to share it with both sets of your grandparents. <laughs> they just released the top 100 city index. The number one city of the year in the world is Paris, followed by Dubai, Madrid, Tokyo, and Amsterdam, which is ridiculous. None of those cities even have a restaurant owned by a real housewife. <laughs> According to plastic surgeons, more men are asking for butt implants. Yeah, according to recent data, more men like big butts, and they cannot lie. In three, two, one. Time to wake up. Today is Wednesday. Time He's here when I wake up. It's Wednesday. Good morning. What is that? The future of radio. They got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. I use it for the car. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects. This is good radio. Is it Wednesday? All right, very exciting stuff. I think we're pretty much ready to go here. Enjoy the show. It's Christmas. It's Christmas? It's Christmas. Santa's making a list and checking it twice. Give toys to everyone. Whether they're naughty or nice. Christmas! Sees you when you're sleeping. And he knows when you're awake. Watching to see if I'm naughty, are you? Have you been naughty or nice this year? In my personal opinion, very nice. I've been naughty. It's showtime! Recently, my nine-year-old came up and asked me, he goes, Hey, Dad, what is white trash? And I was like, well, why do you want to know? And he goes, well, mom said your family's white trash. <laughs> well, she's not lying. <laughs> he really wanted to know. He's like, what is white trash? What is it? And I was like, well, it's a problematic term, but essentially it means you have relatives that call cheddar cheese fancy cheese. <laughs> mm, someone wants fancy cheese on their burger. Coming right up, your highness. Looks like we got an imported beer drinker amongst us. You ever have a moment where you feel like you're high class, like you hang around fancy people and you're like, I got a couple things in common with these people. And then you hang around trashy people and you're like, I got a lot in common with these people. Yes, it's wake up time. What's the point? We're all slowly dying. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Start writing our apology to the FCC. And turn it up, too, all the way. Get the f*** out of bed, bitch, go. Y'all do a kick-ass show every day. Just want to tell you, you got the best program on the radio. Get up, get up, and they got cool. I listen to you guys every morning. You guys rock, man. You are awesome. Time to wake up, time to wake up, bitch, get up. You guys are awesome, by the way. Freaking hilarious. You guys are going straight to hell. <laughs> get up, get up. Get up. Y'all rock. Y'all are the best men on radio. Corey and Patrick in the morning. 100.3 The Edge. Well, I got to tell you, this has been just one hell of a weird week so far. It really has been a trying, weird week. Because I got sick over the weekend. And by the way, Patrick's off today because he's sick. And he blamed me. I don't know. He might be right. I, You know, I picked up something over the weekend. Immediately addressed it, but, you know, Monday and Tuesday, I had a cold or the flu or or an infection. I don't know what it is. 
but I don't feel like I'm totally like 100% yet, but feeling better. So I got a text last night and he said, well, he was feeling lousy. So he wasn't going to be in today. So here we are, just you and I. Now, I have a lot of really uh, good stuff planned. I have been working diligently behind the scenes for hours. To put, and I pulled up some uh, Corey and Patrick archives. I got some other older archives, Corey and Jay show. I got all sor- sorts of stuff. So I'm going to really take this opportunity to continue not to talk as much because my voice is, you know, mostly back. But, you know, I just took two Tylenol like five minutes before the show because every once in a while, I don't feel 100%. I feel like, well, I feel like 80%. So whatever this crud is that is going around, it really kind of knocked me back. So um, we have a really great show. So don't fret about that. A lot of good stuff. And we do have another guitar in the the 12 guitars of Christmas. That's coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right? This would be uh, number 10 of 12. And uh, then in the 8 o'clock hour, we also have uh, some tickets to Steel Panther at the Hall on February the 23rd. Today, cloudy, a high near 58 degrees. It's 38 degrees right now. It's uh, Ice Cream Day. It's National Cocoa Day. National Cream Cheese Frosting Day. That stuff's pretty good, actually. My wife makes a cake. It's like an upside-down, I don't know what the heck, thing with cream cheese frosting. Pineapple in it, I don't know. It's almost like crack to me. If she makes it, I can't walk by it and not grab a spoon and just take, like, a, you know, just a spoonful of it. It's so good. National Day of the Horse. It's National Popcorn String Day, National Violin Day. It's Pick a Pathologist Pal Day. <laughs> okay. And uh, that's what today is. I mentioned cloudy. High today, near 58. Uh, on the Almanac 1984, most of the state had highs in the 70s. And in the year 2000, do you remember this? An ice storm occurred in most of the state with central and southern sections. The hardest hit. Corey and Point 3. The Edge, Arkansas's rock station. What's going on in the news today? Good morning. It's 6.15. Corey and Patrick. Patrick's off sick today. It's going to be cloudy. Today's high about 58 degrees. 38 now. Steve Buscemi is 66 today. Jamie Foxx is 56. Hold on. My mouse ain't mousing. Wendy Malick is 73. She used to be in a TV show called Just Shoot Me. Dick Van Dyke is 98 today. Morris Day, the singer, is 66. Tom DeLonge is 48. Amy Lee is 42. Ted Nugent is 75. Taylor Swift is 34 today. Voice actress Harley Bird is 20. She is the voice of Peppa Pig. Game show host John Davidson is 82. I'm pretty sure he's no longer hosting any game shows. Reality TV star Nene Leakes is 56. Also, uh, reality TV star Mike Sugarbear Thompson is 52. 
That's uh, Honey Boo Boo's uh, Dada. All right, Mike Sugar Bear Thompson. And uh, that's it. All right, let's uh, do some uh, local stories here. And uh, we'll begin with this from uh, Channel 7. The Little Rock office of the FBI is warning the public about an increased risk for hate-related violence throughout the holiday season amid the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. According to the office, they are closely monitoring threats to public safety, which could be amplified by the call of foreign terrorist media organizations for lone actor attacks at holiday-related faith-based New Year's Eve and First Amendment-protected events related to the conflict. All right, well, thanks for telling us. This is from Fox 16. The Arkansas State Police is investigating a shooting that happened Tuesday afternoon on I-630 near the Capitol in Little Rock. According to a release from the ASP, the shooting occurred around 2.15 p.m. on I-630 near the Martin Luther King exit. Authorities said a driver was traveling westbound on I-630 when a suspect in a silver Honda Civic pulled alongside the vehicle and fired two shots into the driver's side of the victim's car, injuring the victim's hand. Police said the victim and the suspect took exit 3B off I-630, but witnesses lost sight of the suspect's vehicle. The uh, state police officials said the victim sustained non-life-threatening injuries and was taken to UAMS. From Fox 16, deputies in White County said a Monday night standoff in which a child was being held hostage was able to end without incident early Tuesday morning. Deputies received a report of a domestic violence incident at a home on Y and Y Salvage Road. They saw that a woman at the home was bleeding from what they described as significant scalp wounds. The deputy said a child was being held by the suspect, who was later identified as 41-year-old Eddie Harrison. A negotiator was able to get the child released, and Harrison was taken into custody. And uh, one more thing uh, locally. This comes from uh, Fox 16 as well. A new poll shows that many Arkansas families who were surveyed support the Arkansas Learns Act. Overall, 61% of families surveyed have a favorable view of education freedom accounts. EFAs are said to use a public school tax dollar to provide scholarship money for students to attend private or charter schools if their parents see it as a better fit. Statewide, 80% of families surveyed support increasing the minimum teacher salary to 50000 bucks. And um, we have this. The Biden administration told members of Congress yesterday that it's willing to support new measures to secure America's border in exchange for Republican backing for additional aid to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Sources say the administration is opening, or rather open, to supporting a new border authority to expel migrants without asylum screenings and a dramatic expansion of immigration detention and deportations to get Republican support for the roughly $100 billion aid package. One of the proposed changes from the White House to immigration law would effectively revive the Trump-era Title 42 order and allow officials to pause asylum law in the U.S. Even if the Senate agrees to any changes, they would still face an uncertain future in the House of Representatives. 
During a White House press conference with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky yesterday, President Biden said his administration is working to make our border more secure. Yes, he said that. My team is working with Senate Democrats and Republicans to try to find a bipartisan compromise, both in terms of changes in policy and provide the resources we need to secure the border. Hmm. Biden said that it's going to be uh, necessary for Republicans and Democrats to compromise on both the border and funding for Ukraine. Compromise is how democracy works, and I'm ready and offered compromise already. Holding Ukraine funding hostage in the attempt to force through an extreme Republican partisan agenda on the border (laughs) is not how it works. (laughs) It's funny. The uh, Harvard Corporation, the governing board of the school, declared its support for Harvard President Claudine Gay and reaffirmed its support of her leadership yesterday after a meeting on Monday. Some donors, alumni, and members of Congress have called for Gay to resign after Elise Stefanik's question in a House sub, a House committee meeting uh, about calling for the genocide of Jewish people and if it would violate Harvard's policies against bullying and harassment. Gay answered by saying it depends on the context. Speaking to the press after the announcement yesterday, Representative Stefanik said the declaration of support by the board was a moral failure of Harvard's leadership. Uh, This is, uh, let's see, this is Stefanik, I believe. Yeah. This is a moral failure of Harvard's leadership and higher education leadership at the highest levels. And uh, on the on the anti-Semitism thing here, uh, the president said that uh, anti-Semitism is becoming visible everywhere. The surge of anti-Semitism in the United States of America and around the world is sickening. You know, we see it across our communities and schools and colleges and social media. All right. What else do we have here for you today? There may be a new addition to your vehicle in the future. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration announced yesterday that it's starting the process to put a new federal safety standard in place to require devices and vehicles that prevent drunk or impaired driving. Gee, I thought that only had to happen to you if you basically screwed up and, you know, were convicted of drunk driving. You know what this is going to do? It's going to raise the cost of cars. If, if they got to put all these things into cars, it's going to just raise the cost of cars again. Now, they say don't look for any changes anytime soon, though it can take years for new regulations to make their way through the approval process. And uh, yesterday's announcement is just the first step. Anti-drunk driving devices were required in the bipartisan infrastructure law that was passed by Congress in 2021. So it's not coming out of nowhere, but (laughs) Colorado cattle industry is suing over wolf reintroduction. You may not realize this, but wolves eat cattle. They like them. That seems obvious to some people, but there's a controversy in Colorado over that fact. Voters in the state approved the reintroduction of up to 50 gray wolves in the state with a 2020 ballot initiative. 
And now representatives of the Cattle Industry Association are suing state and federal agencies to try to delay the release of the predators. And they're not worried about nothing. An analysis of data by the Associated Press showed that attacks by gray wolves killed or injured at least 425 cattle across 10 states, along with 313 sheep and lambs, 40 dogs, 10 chickens, 5 horses, and 4 goats. The wolves were declared an endangered species in 1975. Current estimates put the population at about 7,500 gray wolves in various parts of the country. While some people have problems with airport security, others seem to have no trouble at all. A Russian man has been charged after he snuck onto a plane in Denmark and flew to Los Angeles International Airport with no passport and no ticket for the flight. After being taken into custody, the man said he couldn't remember how he got on the plane and said he might have had a plane ticket to come to the United States, but he wasn't sure. No word on if they made him take his shoes off before he stowed away. So you get the feeling that Nostradamus probably wasn't invited to parties. The 16th century prophet's predictions for the year 2024 aren't any better than the predictions for other years and include a quatrain that says a king of the isles will be driven out by force, which many think means King Charles III. Another prediction includes a red adversary will become pale with fear, putting the great ocean in dread, which experts think is talking about China. He also predicted a continuation of climate problems and a new pope in 2024. Uh, keep these in perspective, though. For 2023, Nostradamus predicted the death of the monarchy, World War III, and the arrival of the Antichrist, and um, not exactly so course we still have a few weeks to go you know until the end of the year so until then he's not officially wrong yet the department of veterans affairs says nearly half the vets they've screened may have been exposed to toxic substances man that's no good a new uh, report shows of the five million veterans screened over two million reported at least one possible exposure to a toxic substance during their time in the military. The most common reports were exposures to burn pits and Agent Orange, both of which can cause a variety of cancers. Burn pits are the burning of any and everything before pulling out of an area. The screenings were launched as part of the PACT Act, a law expanding benefits for veterans who have been exposed to toxic substances. It also assumes that the toxins created health issues like asthma and some cancers. And uh, finally, speaking of which, uh, Anna Chickadee Cardwell's cancer battle will be seen by viewers in Mama June from Not Too Hot. Sources say Anna made it clear that she wanted people to see what cancer patients go through. So she asked that her battle be documented. Included in the series apparently will be the last three weeks of her life spent in hospice, but not her death or funeral. Anna, 29 died on Saturday from stage four adrenal carcinoma. One more thing here. Stephen Colbert is back on late night TV after a health emergency. The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Colbert um, is back because he was forced to take an extended hiatus 
after his appendix burst last month, which was on the heels of also having COVID. After nearly three weeks, Colbert returned to his show Monday. He told the audience he began experiencing intense pains around November 20th, saying it only hurt when I moved and when I didn't. In other words, it hurt all the time. He was taken to the hospital soon after, had surgery, and has since recovered. It turns out his appendix likely burst when he was interviewing David Letterman. The issue caused him to have blood poisoning. THV 11 says cloudy today with a high near 58. It's 39 degrees. Corey and Patrick, Patrick in the morning. This is again a crowning achievement in madness. 100.3 The Edge. 9 degrees right now. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna play some archive stuff today. Uh, I've, it's just been such a weird week. You know, getting sick at the very beginning of the week and losing my voice mostly for Monday and Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, my, my voice is mostly back today. I, I just don't want to strain it too much. So I thought this would be a really good opportunity to uh, play some some things from the past. And uh, I got a bunch of Christmas uh, or seasonal things uh, from Corey and Patrick from the past uh, uh, few years. And I wanted to begin with this one. Uh, this is called the Love Toy Advent Calendar. There's a company called Love Honey. Mm. Beautiful name. Love Honey. And it sounds Christmassy. It's here to help couples. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this to you from the British tabloid as it's written. Okay. Love Honey is here to help couples ding dong merrily on a high this Christmas as it launches a sex toy advent calendar. Ah, uh, yeah. That's hey. You know the holidays are coming when. If chocolate just doesn't cut it for you anymore in the build up to the festive season, the popular online adult shop has created a very different offering. Doors hiding cartoon pictures of Robin sitting on snow-laden branches has been replaced with sex toys, bondage gear, and other erotic treats. I know I always look forward to the day that I open my advent calendar and there's my Christmas butt plug. Merry well, that's Christmas! Pre- that's pretty much what we have here. It's so festive. With 24 doors to open from December 1st to Christmas Eve, Love Honey promises a sequence of gifts choreographed to build up erotic tension for mind-blowing a mind-blowing finale just before Christmas Day. Now, which do you get more excited about, the butt plug or the leg cuffs when yeah. you're opening yours? I would just really like the chocolate at this point. There's, there's no, no no chocolate. That's for wussies. The uh, calendar includes the best-selling 65-pound We Vibe Unite Couples Vibrator. Yes. Alongside a host of other sexy surprises worth, they say, a total of 229 British pounds. Hey, you want to talk about... You know, stuff in the stocking, huh? So they're saying that you're getting 229 pounds. Yeah, two, but uh, 275. It's on sale now. Oh. For only 100 British pounds. That's a great value. Uh-huh. That's the holiday spirit right there. Look at that. That's so, like a, a, a mm-hmm. Black Friday deal. It's not the first time the company has created a Christmas calendar, having last year released a 50 Shades themed box. Um,. I'm over at the website now for research purposes only, and here is that 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 price, the hundred pound price. Uh, you can also pay it in three installments. So you're probably wondering, well, can we have more specifics here? Yeah, I I, I think that they deserve that. Now, Advent mm. uh, that leads up to it's a, it's a, a typically a, a Christian but a Catholic uh, 
uh, thing that leads up to Christmas, right? Yeah, this starts December 1st until mm-hmm. the 24th. Mm-hmm. So there's 24 little boxes to open up and get prizes out right. of. Right. It's kind of like... It's like it's like a Cracker Jacks box for sex. Only t- you open it twenty five, oh, twenty four times. Much better than the temporary tattoo, though. Oh well, I mean, let's face it, Cracker Jacks. I mean, you don't get nipple clamps in a Cracker Jack. No, but if they would start doing that, they might actually have a marketing idea. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Cracker smacks. So some of the key features. Are you ready? Oh yeah. They say an amazing value box of twenty four brilliant sex toy gifts for him and her to enjoy of course and i mentioned it includes the luxury we vibe couples vibrator yes new and improved version of last year's limited edition sellout sex toy advent calendar includes vibrators for her amazing sex toys for him mm-hmm. best-selling couples toys for both of you mm-hmm. and light bondage gear for thrilling tease and tie fun nothing says holiday spirit like light bondage a little cat of nine tails, some restraints, maybe a ball gag. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that great? Holiday ball gag. Maybe you can actually hang the ball gag on the tree as an ornament. I think you should. Right. If you're not, you're missing out. Says here, more orgasmic than any chocolate-filled calendar. Open a different door every day to discover your next sex toy treat. Does it come with those beads that have the little loop on them like it's a pull start? Well, because those would look good hanging from the tree too. Look, there's there's a photo online, and uh-huh. and I can tell you that um, th- there's just a, a, oh, yeah. a myriad. See right there, there it is. Uh, there are the yeah. beads. See the beads with the pull start oh, on it. Oh yeah, there yeah. Oh. That's how you do those. Uh-huh. It's like a lawnmower. Okay. Right, and then there's just uh, bondage things and uh, lots of plastic. Why are you, you're lots of plastic over bondage things. Well, I'm I'm just going back and forth on the highlighted picture here. But I mean, you're not being I'm, more specific. No, like, there looks like there's a tail right there's there. There's a few plastic things here that I can't even identify. There's a plug-in tail. There's some rings. Look, there's rings those, for various. Those are special here. rings. They're not for your finger. So, buddy. if anyone is uh, interested in this, uh, you would just go to. Um, lovehoney.co.uk I, I don't remember one like that uh, at a church uh, I no. think this is much better they you know this is this is a a more adult take on much better than the chocolate crap well that's what they're suggesting that if you're tired of that then you're going to love this did you go ahead and order not yet no Corey and Patrick and Patrick in the morning sucking from 6 to 10 a.m. and continually getting away with it you Your station sucks my balls. (laughs) Play that on the air. Go team. 100.3 The Edge. All right, it's uh, 10 minutes before 7 o'clock. Corey and Patrick. Patrick's off sick today. He's uh, got the creeping crud. Blames me, of all things. Blames his partner. Calls me out last night on text and says, I gave it to him. Okay. It's 40 degrees. Today, cloudy with a high near 58. All right, this is uh, uh, kind of an assortment of uh, holiday-related audio. Um, let's begin with, with this. Shirley Manson of Garbage gave a two-minute profanity-filled chastising of a couple of women who were fighting in the mosh pit at a radio station's almost acoustic Christmas concert. Station's KROQ, so I, I, th- I think this is out in L.A. Um, so we've we've had to uh, do a little editing here because there was a bit of expletives. 
Uh, here's just some of uh, her tirade. Um, favorite part is the dude in the crowd who shouts, bah, humbug. Um, so what was going on? There was a fight going on, these women. And she goes off on them. What the f- is wrong with you? I don't know what the story is. Quite frankly, I don't care. Is it you, mate? Okay, I don't care who it is. <laughs> I want it to stop. Do we not have enough going on in the world without some <laughs> Christmas party? I don't want anyone to get hurt. I'm serious. If you pull any in our show, you'll be tossed out. So you've had one warning. Oh, the holiday spirit. All right, let's move on. I'm, now, I'm not going to torture you with this because all of this is torture. But they ju- we've just reached maximum torture. Somebody did a, a parody of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer called Taylor Swift Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I'm not going to play it for you. I'm only going to play you a little bit so that you understand that I'm not lying. Taylor Swift got run over by a reindeer. And we're done. We're, there we go. Stop. Stop. Yeah. I, that's all I want to hear. I know that's all you want to hear. But that's uh, that's real. Okay. Let's move on. A uh, TikToker has gone viral with her video announcing that she is done with Christmas cards. Done. Have a listen to what she said. I was going to tell you since it's getting to be Christmas and all, don't send me a Christmas card. Mm-mm. I'm going to throw that in the trash. And y'all look so cute and your family dressed up for the occasion and y'all look precious. I'm about to throw in the garbage. I can't have that clutter laying around here. You know what I'm saying? Send me a digital picture, you know? Send it to me and say, Merry Christmas. No, don't do that either. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll see y'all. Don't send me no card. Yes, the holiday spirit continues to abound. Uh, here's one more. A, uh, a woman in the U.K. She uh, pranked her boyfriend by having him order the fa-la-la-la-la-la-la latte at the drive through of a coffee shop. Have a listen. Will you get me a fa-la-la-la-la-latte, please? If you sing it as well, apparently they give it you for free. <laughs> if I sing. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-
Listen to 100.3 The Edge anywhere on your phone with the free iHeartRadio app or on your smart speaker. Just say, hey, Google, listen to 100.3 The Edge on iHeartRadio. Hot, steamy, festive chat? Then call 1-900-ELF on the shelf, where hot, sexy elves are on shelves waiting to talk to you. So, what are you wearing? An elf costume and a hat. And nothing else. Um, well, that's still a lot of clothes, though. Uh, so what kind of stuff are you into? I like sitting on shelves and checking to see who's naughty. Yeah, but are you naughty? Have you been a bad boy? Yeah, I'm really bad, but are you? Then you get nothing for Christmas. Oh, huh? It's 1-900-ELF on a shelf. Leave me alone, honey. I'm uh, getting into the Christmas spirit. Call now. and Patrick in the morning. There are a lot of fat guys here. 100.3 The Edge. Good morning. It's eight minutes after seven. Corey and Patrick. Patrick's off sick today. Gee, it's been one of those weird weeks, huh? I know. Uh, By the way, you should know Wreaths Across America Day is this Saturday at the Little Rock National Cemetery at 11 a.m. Volunteers are needed to lay wreaths. So if you could do that, They would appreciate your help. Please arrive by 1045 a.m. for the opening ceremony at 11 o'clock Saturday, Wreaths Across America Day. It's eight minutes after seven. Cloudy today, high about 58. It's 40 degrees. Coming up in a few minutes, uh, guitar number 10 in the 12 guitars of Christmas. As I mentioned earlier, I'm feeling a lot better today, Uh, although I'm trying to rest my voice a little bit, so I pulled out some... uh, some Corey and Patrick and some other archive stuff that I was going to play today to kind of conserve on my voice so that, you know, I, I won't relapse into the fuzzy vocal cord guy that showed up Monday and yesterday. It's still a little, it's a, it's a little bit, but, you know, feeling uh, much better. Patrick said uh, I, I made him sick, so that's why he's not here. I do have something here from, uh, let's see, 2015 and uh this is yeah it's called uh santa band hey speaking of the uh, holiday season so uh, here's a story that uh, is interesting all right throw it at me man school principal band santa thanksgiving and pledge of allegiance it's all gone it's all well, that's a wow. Santa Claus is banned. The Pledge of Allegiance is no longer recited. Harvest Festival has replaced Thanksgiving and winter celebrations substitute for Christmas parties. Oh. This is a new principal, Ujin Jayla Kim, has given Public School 169 in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, a politically correct scrub down. Mm-hmm. Not all the teachers and parents are happy about this. Shocking. According to PTA President Mimi Ferrer, we definitely can't say Christmas, nothing with Christmas on it, nothing with Santa, no angels. We can't even have a star because it can represent a religious system like the Star of David. Huh. The principal, uh, Miss Kim, is 33 and did not return. 33? No. That is a young principal, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. They should have an age limit for that, like uh, president. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to be principal at 33. I'm sorry. Well, that's assuming she probably has 10 years' experience at least. Maybe she got out of college at 23. Okay. Thank you. Let it be done. Uh, She did not return any calls or emails seeking comment. 
Now, a memo last month from Assistant Principal Jose Chaparro suggested a harvest festival instead of Thanksgiving or a winter celebration instead of a Christmas party. He urged staff to be sensitive of the diversity of our families. Not all children celebrate the same holidays. Um, 95% of the 1,600 children at this school are Asian or Hispanic. So I looked up the... uh, the percentages by population, just just for the hell of it. And um, where is it? Here it is. 55% of Hispanics are Christians, Catholic, but they're Christians. Yeah, I would, I would think it was higher than that. So I didn't I'm know saying it was only 55%. Well, that's just the average. Huh. So they're saying most of the kids at this school are Hispanic or Asian. Okay. 55% of Hispanics are Christian. Okay. 7.1% of Asians are Christian on a general basis. Oh, okay. So there's a high percentage of people so, there who may not be Christian. She she appears to be Asian herself. Yeah. Um, okay. What do Asians celebrate? Do they have a winter holiday or anything like that? Uh, Sushiyami, where you decorate the I'm Japanese maple yeah, tree I'm, with I'm, sushi California rolls. I'm and certain that's it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know what? I was watching, um, I had a thought last night, and I just, it's just a thought, and, and I'm interested to uh, what you might think about this, if it bothers you or not. Okay. I was watching Fox News, and they had um, they had a break uh, where they had a little uh, Merry Christmas, then they had a, uh, a Happy Hanukkah, then they had a Happy Kwanzaa. It was okay. all in the same little sweeper. Okay. You know, like little transition thing. Yeah. And I thought, I wonder when, or maybe it's already happened, I wonder when uh, a major uh, cable network will start saying, Happy Ramadan. Well, that's interesting. And how would you feel about that? Does that is it, is it a problem with you? I don't mind. Happy Ramadan? I don't mind. Now, there are, I, I want to say. Happy Hajj. Remember, you know the Hajj where they yeah. go to the rock and they walk around Less it? Less than, uh, I think, 2% of Americans are Muslim. Uh, well, I'm just, I'm just that, suggesting that we seem to be so uh, so completely um, hung up on making sure that Everyone's no one's ever covered. offended. And we're I really... think they're going to have to start like a list and say they won't even be able to just say it. They'll just have to put a list up. It's time for Cultural Sensitivity Theater. Today's episode, A Visit from Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Merry non-specific religious holiday! What do you want this year, boys and girls? What do you want this year, boys and girls and transgenders? Santa, I want a Barbie. Santa, I want a doll that doesn't reinforce gender stereotypes or make me insecure about my body with its unrealistic measurements. <laughs> and what about you, Billy? I want a football helmet from the Washington Redskins. I want a football helmet with a mascot that doesn't stereotype indigenous peoples heartlessly slaughtered by that bastard Christopher Columbus. Okay, kids, but only if you've been good. Okay, kids. Because who am I as a white Anglo-Saxon male to judge what's right or wrong since I've been an oppressor and forced my values onto you for over four centuries? (laughs) Join us next week on Cultural Sensitivity Theater for a chat with Grandpa about President Obama. Oh, boy. More of Corey and Patrick in a moment. 
100.3 The Edge. Our Cupid's Lingerie Studio. ShopCupid's.com. It's Corey and Patrick in the morning. Arkansas's Rock Station. 100.3 The Edge. Good morning. It's 720. Today, cloudy with a high near 58 degrees. It's uh, 40 degrees right now. Corey and Patrick. Patrick is off sick today. And um, we do have uh, another guitar coming up in the 12 Guitars of Christmas. That's in a few minutes. You know what's really weird? This is a little inside baseball. I've had the the same pair of headphones for um, 18 years. They have functioned perfectly up until the past week. It's almost like they know that they've timed out. (laughs) These Sony headphones, I mean, they're absolutely reliable. And yet, in the last week, they've been doing little weird things, uh, like like a wire has somehow finally just gotten frayed or something. I just find that very ironic and and strange. Just, you know, life is imperfect. I get it. Um... I want to uh, I want to play uh, an archive bit here uh, from uh, old days. This would be uh, when we were on Lick 106.3. And uh, one of the things about this show, which uh, we, we were always, well, I I'd say proud of, was uh, we would take we would let things come into the studio and bring things into the studio uh, from from the station. Things that were on our minds. I mean, whatever happened to be happening. Somebody came into the studio. We talked to them. We were very sort of, um, it's, a, it's a very old term. I hate using this term. We were hell's a poppin'. That's a very old term. Uh, we, were, we were just basically game for just about anything to happen, and we, were, we would roll with it, you know. And uh, this kind of demonstrates that a little bit. There was a notice in uh, the men's room at the studios where we used to work on top of uh, Shackleford Drive there, Shackleford Road, uh, like right up above the Waffle House, the first station we worked at, uh, with a, another company. And uh, it was just, you know, just a small little studio and office building, and it just wasn't the greatest. Uh, but we all somehow managed to survive and and, and even thrive a little bit in this uh, small uh, little station. There was even a TV station in there. As a matter of fact, I believe Fox 16 started in our own building with us when we were on the Lick stations. Anyway, this was the morning that I got a little upset about a notice in the bathroom. How are you? It is uh, the Corey and Jay show. And I've just about had it with the men's room. Yeah. I, I'm no, I, I will not pee one more time and look at this stupid sign that's been sitting there, tacked to the wall, right in front of my face for the last two days. Yeah, it's been up there. And this is not the first uh, breakout of one of these uh, urinal notes that you can't avoid when you're uh, taking a pee. Mm-hmm. I, I really uh, I really hate when people uh, take it upon themselves yeah. to scold me mm-hmm. as a general group. Yes. 
You know what I'm saying? This is a memo, that, not a memo, just a sign somebody put up in front of the men's urinal. It's not signed, is it? We don't know who. No, it's not signed. It it's not there. really an official memorandum. No. But it's directed at everybody and anybody who happens to be the person who uh, this is directed at. Right. Uh, let me read this to you. It's really kind of funny, but now I've read it 19 times yes. in two days. Right. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> more than likely, by now, considering it's been up there since Monday, more yeah. than likely, whoever the perpetrator is, they've seen it. hopefully they've gotten the point. But you see, I'm kind of a dumb person. If, if I'm standing in front of a urinal mm-hmm. and there's something posted, oh yeah, I'll read it again. Yeah, yeah. and I'll keep reading it because yeah. it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like these places where they put the current sports page up. Yeah, yeah. But they, cha- but yeah. they change that every day. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. But this one right. hasn't changed in uh, 48 or more hours. This is a. Uh, Directed at some guy who really, or well, it's got to be a guy, obviously, who's really well, pathetic, uh, <laughs> or yeah. a girl who can pee standing yeah. up. One yeah. of the other says, "Please refrain from emptying the contents of your nose on the wall." <laughs> it goes on. I can't believe that adults need to be told this, but I guess at least one person in this building was raised farther out in the hinterlands than most. Would that be the east or the west hinterlands? Yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are, I'm sure you're not accustomed to indoor plumbing, and the lack of a Sears catalog must have you at a loss. <laughs> In the city, we use tissue to dispose of naval waste, nasal waste. (laughs) Please do us a favor and look it up. I'd hate to think we need to use closed-circuit cameras to catch the offender. Believe me, we have the technology. (laughs) That's a little threatening. Really? So even though you may be proud of your sir, are not very thrilled at all. This was funny the first time. It was hilarious the first time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think we ha- all, as a company, need to move on mm-hmm. from from the nose picking guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how do you know it's a pig or not a shooter? <laughs> yeah. oh. oh God, Jersey! I Jesus! Don't I don't know. Oh, bastard! Anyway, it's a new Olympic event, right? <laughs> Distance and accuracy. <laughs> I have taken it upon myself to remove. The, uh, remove right. the, this uh, this notice. We will assume that to whoever uh, perpetrator this has gotten a message by now. And if the person uh, who wrote this is listening by some odd chance, mm-hmm. uh, it's very funny. Put more memos up, but please rotate them often. <laughs> yeah, because, give us something new to read. You know, and I was I was almost uh, somehow afraid mm-hmm. to remove the notice. I started thinking, ooh. Will I be doing something wrong here? Is this antisocial? You don't know who put it up. <laughs> you know? Because not only, not only was this thing taped to the wall in four places, right, right. it was pinned in four places. Yeah. And whoever put this up Went to a lot wanted work. to make damn sure yeah. that somebody didn't come along and just, just casually you know, pull it down. Now, I myself, and let's take a quick poll here. The three of us have used this restroom here. Yes. In Jersey, you haven't, but uh, not that I know of. But uh, have you ever seen... Yeah, that's the other the, thing. The uh, the uh, the reported snot. The, yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I haven't. See, that's uh, the other right, thing. And quite frankly, quite frankly, and and uh, you know, this is nothing against the decorator. With that, <laughs> <laughs> that wall. With that particular, with that particular pattern on that wallpaper. Uh, who would know? You have to look pretty close to find the thing. You know, like that, that's, a, that's a good point because uh, up until this notice uh, was put up there, yeah. I never perceived there was some sort of uh, phlegm problem on the wall. <laughs> 
Some nasal phlegm problem. Exactly. I, I never saw any of this stuff. We've never had a phlegm problem. We've never had a writing deal where people have written anything on a wall that I'm aware of. No. No. No snot, no phlegm, no motorboat, not a single luxury. I mean, my only complaint about the men's room is they is they tend to overchlorine the place every now and then. You get that. You walk in there and you you get you get a buzz and you're seeing flying things. You know. And not that that's bad, but I mean, there's a time to place for everything. You know. Ladies and gentlemen, it is up to you to defend our right to keep and bear guitars. All right, 727, and uh, we've got guitar number 10 in the 12 guitars of Christmas. This is a guitar signed by Steve Vai, all right? Steve Vai is the guy who signed this guitar. Caller 10, 433-1003. Good luck. Mary and Patrick in the morning. They're like a holiday turkey. Full of it. And when I say it, I'm not talking about stuffing. What is he talking about, Dad? Nothing. Just could you pass the potatoes? 100.3 The Edge. Six on The Edge. Corey and Patrick. Patrick's off uh, on a sick day today. And uh, I am trying to rest my voice a little bit so that uh, I'll be fine to get through the rest of this week. Kind of an important week to me. And uh, appreciate you listening this morning. Cloudy, high today near 58. It's 41 degrees. We're going to play back a head up your ass headlines from the year 2000. Now, I know it's a repeat, but it's been, what, how many years since anyone heard these stories? They should all sound new to you. That's in just a moment. It's uh, brought to you by the Reed Firm. Head up your ass headlines. If you're in an accident and it's not your fault, Call Tim Reed at the Reed Firm. They provide statewide service. If you don't get paid, he doesn't get paid. Big settlements or no accident. Call 777-READ or reedfirm.com. Time for Head Up Your Ass Headlines. Let's begin in Annapolis, Maryland. It wasn't exactly between a rock and a hard place, but a woman was stuck all the same. This woman was putting down linoleum in her home Sunday. Yeah. She apparently lost her balance and fell into the glue on the floor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, the glue works. <laughs> uh, somehow the woman that uh, they're not naming here uh, called 911 for help. But uh, <laughs> when five county paramedics and firefighters responded to a call for help shortly after 5 p.m., they found that she'd already gotten herself up off the sticky oh. glued floor. Yeah, oh. but unfortunately, she still had glue all over her, and she sat down on the couch and was stuck. <laughs> Sofa. <laughs> Firefighters found the woman clad only in bra and mm. panties, partially stuck to the couch with her legs crossed and glued together. The cordless phone she called 911 with was cemented to her hand. <laughs> oh, they had to scrub the bitch down with solvent uh, sterile uh, uh, pads and yeah. uh, eventually got her unstuck. Oh, that's funny. She refused to be taken to the hospital out of embarrassment for explaining to anybody what the hell had happened. <laughs> No word on whether she finished the linoleum job or had yeah. hired someone to do that. Well, the world's first hand transplant recipient, New Zealander Clint Hallam, wants his new limb cut off because he cannot stand the sight of it now. He says the drugs he's taking to fight off infections and to make the hand work are continually making him sick. Uh, Clint says his right hand is withered and weak and looks disgusting. Doctors say the hand is fine and progressing. So, you know, we kind have of a different ar- perceptional here. argument here. Yeah. Yeah, he wants his hand cut off. Uh, 
Makes some things kind of hard, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. In Cedarburg, Wisconsin, a Wisconsin bank robber suspect uh, being held in leg irons in a hospital, allegedly grabbed a guard's gun, shot off the chains, and fled the jail in the nude, <laughs> leading police on a car chase and foot chase that ended with officers shooting him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very dangerous situation, according to police chief Thomas Frank. 24-year-old guy was arrested Friday in connection with armed robbery. Some bank in uh, at uh, Allentown, Wisconsin. His name not released because no charges had been filed. Well, he was taken to St. Joseph's Community Hospital for treatment for heroin withdrawal. While he was being returned to the bathroom on Sunday, he used the needle of his intravenous medication to attack the sheriff's deputy. That's when he got the gun. That's when he shot the chains off. He was wearing nothing but that damn paper uh, robe. Yeah. And I guess in the process of running, that's when a robe fell off. Sure. And eventually, as we mentioned earlier, he was shot in the ass, <laughs> which slowed him down. Yeah. <laughs> Londoner David Blythe hates to see animals run over, so he has invented fake animals that explode when they're hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> that sounds like fun, doesn't the, it? <laughs> the animals leave automobiles covered in red paint. David Ooh. says the first animal bomb is his exploding pheasant. <laughs> because hunting season has started in the United Kingdom. David says his goal is to get drivers to become more respectful of nature's creatures. Yeah, I think if you hit enough landmines, you'll be a little more, a little more careful. <laughs> Beaver Dam, Ohio. Deputies investigating a disturbance uh, woke up a man in his house and found a stash of marijuana. The only problem was... Uh, these deputies had the wrong address. Kevin Fleming said he's considering filing a lawsuit against him. Uh, he apparently had uh, was taking marijuana to, to uh, ease the pain of a recent bone uh, cancer surgery, and these cops had the they don't know if they had the wrong address or just were dispatched to the wrong address. But yeah. He showed up at this guy's house, which happened to be unlocked. Walked in there and just saw this guy sleeping on the couch, and there was uh, dope all over the uh, all over the coffee table there. Uh, to sort that one out. Uh, kind of a sad one here. Lake Forest, California. Bees stung a 77-year-old woman 500 times while she walked in the Freedom Village Retirement Community Sunday, leaving her in critical condition. Ooh. Funny they didn't mention the killer bees in the brochures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> oh, my. Fort Worth, Texas, U.S. Uh, Representative Martin Frost is being criticized by his opponent after Frost used a stock photo of two African-American children on a campaign flyer. He recently mailed out campaign literature in the southeast of Fort Worth area with photos of himself with black politicians and candidates on one side and two black children on the other side with the headline, The Future is in Their Hands. His opponent took a look at the picture and said, wait a minute, I've seen that same picture in, in, a, in, a, in a picture frame at a Walmart. You know, one of those sample pictures. Really? <laughs> Turns out this guy went to Walmart, bought the picture, and then had it uh, transposed oh, wow. over to the uh, campaign How brochure hard. as opposed to using children that actually lived and played in his own district. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> a couple of uh, quick ones from uh, Great Britain. Uh, first of all, a bride whose surname was Sarsons, like the famous vinegar in that country, decided to treat guests at her wedding to fish and chips instead of a traditional meal. I know that's kind of lame on the 
on the surface, but yeah. I thought it was kind of funny yeah, that yeah. that Ananova.com actually printed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, if you were British, you would think it would were, were, were funnier because Sarsen's vinegar. Right. The, her name's Sarsen, right? Right. And right. she's serving fish and chips. They put vinegar on their fish and chips. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Secondly, a British university is appointing the world's first professor of airline food. <laughs> the University of Surrey will pay an academic to research the meals served uh, on airlines to passengers. Postgraduates may also be offered the chance to study for a master's degree in airline food. <laughs> Morgan, in the morning. We all have abnormality in common. We're a breed apart from the rest of humanity, we theater folk. We are the original displaced personalities. 100.3 The Edge. Good morning. It's 748. THV 11 says cloudy today. A high near 58 degrees. Right now it's 41. Okay, back to an archived head up your ass headlines from the year 2000. San Francisco, a man known for his anti-yuppie crusade in San Francisco's Mission District, had to be restrained and later arrested after he became drunk and disorderly on a first-class flight home from Paris. This guy, Kevin Keating, reputed uh, leader of the yuppie erratic, the yuppie, uh, the yuppie yeah, the eradication guy. program <laughs> in in Missouri, uh, in I'm sorry, in San Francisco rather, had five glasses of wine on an Air France flight Wednesday afternoon. He became so unruly they had to. Uh, restrain him in his seat with a belt wrapped around his wrists. Apparently he was upset because it was cheap wine. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Two Romanian retirees who hired prostitutes while their wives were away have now lived to regret this after catching syphilis. Uh, Gheorghiti Ion and Petro Florea, 71 and 73 respectively. <laughs> Needed treatment after living it up with the two hookers uh, who were in their 20s. They had to tell their wives what had happened when they returned and also had to confess that they had blown their monthly uh, pension uh, check to hire the hookers. Ooh. Another story out of San Francisco. A driverless runaway truck careening down one of San Francisco's steep hills, smashing into a bus shelter and hitting a pedestrian before uh, coming to a stop by smashing into a limousine carrying a high society bride to her wedding. Only one person injure, injured in this odd uh, freak accident. Uh, the truck, whose driver had been delivering lighting supplies to a local hotel at the top of the hill, somehow uh, just started rolling down. He didn't set the brake or something. Mm. Crashed to a bus, uh, a bus shelter, rather, struck several cars, knocked over an unidentified pedestrian, and like I said, crashed into this uh, limousine. The wedding went on as... Uh, as planned, they actually took the driver in to check him for alcohol, and they're waiting for uh, results of that test. They think maybe he might have been hammering a few down. An insect specialist has come up with a natural alternative to the uh, sex drug Viagra, termites. Michael Chia, known as the White Ant King in Malaysia, swears that termites are a natural aphrodisiac. He claims slipping a couple of termites into your mouth and letting them wriggle around alive and then down your throat is sure to stoke the fires of passion if it doesn't turn your stomach. Mr. Chia handpicks his fattest termites from the forests of uh, Kuala Lumpur, then sells them uh, for about $10 uh, for two, for two succulent queens, 10 bucks. What a racket! Uh, uh, 
The entomologist, a specialist in termites, says the ant-like insect can cure impotency and a host of other ailments. The termites are sold uh, with the recommendation that they be eaten alive, but Mr. Chia says uh, those with more discerning palates can wash them down with red wine and it'll not affect their potency. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. Hey. Finally, from my side, two quick stories about adolescents gone amok, gone awry, gone astray. 13-year-old boy shot and killed a, a friend of the same age in Sacramento, California. They were fighting over who would take the first puff off a cigarette they weren't supposed to have. And a gunpowder bomb exploded in Sarasota, Florida, as a 15-year-old was assembling the device in his bedroom one night, causing injuries that may actually cost him uh, some of his appendages. Investigators don't know why he was building a bomb, and his parents apparently didn't know he had a new hobby. <laughs> Jason Freetag is okay after a 10-pound bag of bratwurst fell on him during the Milwaukee Brewers' <laughs> final home game. Jason was walking down some stairs when the frozen bratwurst fell off a delivery cart and dropped 20 feet on his head. The Brewers have offered Jason opening day tickets for next year as compensation for the injury. And finally, a shepherd. A shepherd? How often does a story begin that way? I don't know. Usually it's a joke. So a shepherd and, uh, and two rabbis go, go into a bar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, a shepherd in, in Britain who lost his ability to whistle when he had a set of false teeth fitted asked his dentist to drill a hole between two incisors. And now has trained a pup to win the highest honor in the sheepdog world. When uh, Ronnie Collins, the shepherd, had dentures fitted, his attempts to whistle failed. His border collies would sit and stare at him as he silently went, <laughs> Jeez. He, he just thought he was an ass. What's that idiot? He tried to use his fingers and, and even took the teeth out uh, altogether, but nothing worked. Yeah. But the dental work has succeeded, and now uh, he has realized a lifetime ambition with Bob, one of the pups he trained, winning the International Sheepdog Society Supreme Championships. There you go. More of Corey and Patrick in the morning. They're like a falling leaf, drifting aimlessly on the breeze toward an inevitable crash. 100.3 The Edge. Listen to 100.3 The Edge anywhere on your phone with the free iHeartRadio app or on your home smart speaker. Just say, Alexa. Hello. Listen to 100.3 The Edge on iHeartRadio. Married experience without having to get married. Not really. Introducing the WifeBot 3000. Hello, husband. Oh, all right. She looks all right. The latest in robot spouses that simulates what it's like to be married. So, honey, can you get me a beer? Get your own damn beer. Wow, that is realistic. The WifeBot 3000. Oh, what's that big hole? <laughs> it's not what you think. Oh. Pig. That's the cash suck. The what? Just hold your dollar bills up like this, and it sucks them in and shreds them. Just like a real marriage. That is realistic. Just look at her pretty mouth. Honey, kiss me. Hell no. The WifeBot 3000 is programmed not to like your friends. Honey, my friend Steve's coming over to watch the game. I will slice him in half. Wow, that is realistic. Say hello to simulated marriage with the WifeBot 3000. Take out the trash. Now available for $20,000. You better not have spent that. Wow, it's almost too realistic. Shut up. Yes, dear. Corey and Patrick in the morning. <laughs> Someone sure put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> 100.3 The Edge. Good morning. It's six minutes after eight. Corey and Patrick. Patrick's off sick today. Just me. Just me and you and you and me. Cloudy. High today, 58. It's 41 degrees coming up in a few minutes. We've got some tickets to Steel Panther at the Hall on February 23rd. 
Um, here's uh, the uh, best talk back of the morning. Hey, Corey, was that your goal this week, uh, your last week, make everybody you work with sick, including pa- Patrick? Robert, you figured it out. Yeah, Robert, you figured it out. What better idea than to, you know, make myself sick the week before I'm retiring and then, like typhoid Mary, spread it to everybody? What a plan. Why didn't I think of that? Robert, maybe I did it unconsciously. (laughs) And this is why the talkback feature sometimes is too much for some people. Robert, you caught me. I'm basically typhoid Corey. Because, you know, this is the best way to spend my last week on the air with, you know, a bug. I couldn't have planned it any better. No, really. That's a that, that's a great, great assessment of uh, the situation. Let's move on. So, this is a story that uh, is about a guy with a pretty nice car. Jason has a 2020 Volvo XC90. State-of-the-art, re- remote features, uh, it, it can uh, start and stop the engine, unlock and lock the car from an app on a smartphone. But if he wants to keep using those features after a free trial, it's $200 a year for a subscription. He told CBS News, it's a little disheartening. Subscriptions are shifting into overdrive in the auto industry for certain Toyota vehicles. The remote start option comes at a price of $8 per month after the expiration of a free trial. BMW charges 20 bucks a month for enhanced cruise control on certain vehicles. Ford is offering its hands-free driving Blue Cruise assisted cruise control option for some of its vehicles, including the all-electric F-150 Lightning, uh, but are drivers willing to pay $75 per month for it. So somebody over at Edmunds, big uh, auto uh, con- uh, conglomerate, says uh, automakers are counting on the new revenue stream to pay for the expensive transition to electric cars. So if your car payment is 600 bucks a month, now it becomes 675 said the editor-in-chief at Edmonds, if you want a subscription for a perk in your vehicle that in past years, you know, probably would have been standard or at least part of an upgraded package. I mean, I I don't think anybody minds paying extra money for an upgraded uh, set of features for for a car, but you don't want to continue to pay a subscription fee I mean, I, th- I this sounds like the end, <laughs> the end of great driving. General Motors projects subscription fees to bring in as much as $25 billion a year by 2030. That's pretty amazing. Um, a lot of people in the auto industry certainly use Apple as a shining light on the hill, says one uh, automotive CEO. The car has to be cheaper, plus this option of subscribing. So, 
you know, some of your systems, they may come with the car, but then you've got to have uh, the budget to continue to enable these features. Otherwise, you wind up with a very expensive car, but it basically has an economy sort of feel. Okay, we got some uh, tickets here to Steel Panther coming to the hall on February the 23rd. We'll take caller 10 433 Good luck. Arkansas. From the Cupid's Lingerie Studio. ShopCupid's.com. It's Corey and Patrick in the morning. Arkansas's Rock Station. 100.3. The Edge. Hi, The Edge. You're caller 10. You're the winner. All right. Yeah, who is this? My name's Mark. Mark? Yes, sir. You got two tickets to Steel Panther. They're coming to the hall on February the 23rd. All right. Excellent. 17 minutes after 8, Corey and Patrick. Patrick's off sick today. It's going to be cloudy, a a high today of uh, 58 degrees or so. It's 41 right now. Um, Chris, I had this bug for a few days. Uh, Quite honestly, I'm trying to rest my voice a little bit today because I'm just just about totally healed, but I don't want to strain too much. Uh, that's why I've been doing some archive stuff. Uh, I have something here from Patrick and I uh, a few years ago. It's uh, kind of a Christmas or seasonally oriented uh, segment. Let me just share a quick text before we move forward. Yeah. That Nirvana song, Something Played. Yeah. My buddy Colonel Will texted me and said, God, this song is depressing. I said, yeah, it's the worst. He said, amen. <laughs> I said, it starts and I feel good. And by the end of it, I've lost all my self-esteem. He said, right, it makes my day bad. I said, I just canceled Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we had a we had a brief conversation the other day about uh, radio and music. And uh, uh, we had, because somebody had asked us a few questions about the music and this and that. And right. uh, honestly, uh, we, we have no idea how the music is played or picked or, w- or the system. I mentioned it's probably a gypsy who throws bones down and reads it. Uh, Something and then like that. Yeah. Tells a consultant, here are the songs to play. Yeah. Honestly, past that, don't ask me. Don't ask me. <laughs> uh, my official stance is I love everything we play. Oh, yeah. That is sure. my official stance. Okay. All righty. So um, <laughs> I have a couple of stories here that are kind of goofy. Now, I, I know we. We uh, we did have a talk back a few minutes ago from somebody on the road who was a little down on Christmas and said it was a gimmick and right. what's it all for just to sell sure. crap to people and yeah, yeah okay I get that I get that so not that this is like that at all <laughs> <laughs> no not at all okay so uh, some years ago not too long ago a few years ago uh, spam put out pumpkin spice spam in uh, 2019. And I know, pumpkin spice spam. It sold out in seven hours. What's wrong with the world? This year, spam is added again with a strange seasonal release. They are now pitching... A spam spin on figgy pudding. Okay, first of all, yeah, I don't even really know what figgy pudding is, but I know this. A potted meat product should not be in any pudding. Well, you might be wrong. We, we have it from these guys. 
Yeah. Spam figgy pudding is precisely what it says on the tin. The uh, canned meat spiked with the flavors of the traditional British Christmas dessert. It is, um, the figgy pudding is traditionally made with suet, beef fat. So the dish has a meat connection. Uh But from there, figgy pudding usually gets flavor from seasonal spices and dried fruits, which are many of the ingredients that this Spam has. So it's a Spam fruit cake. No, not quite. Oh, it's close. It's a pudding. Yeah. It's not a fruit cake. It, it, it has some characteristics that might be found in a fruit so it, cake. It says Spam figgy pudding, and then underneath it it says, for people who hate their effing family, <laughs> for people who want Paul to leave early. What? I'm going to see if I can get this and bring why, it in. Why would you do such a thing? So that you can further your palate. Okay, that, no, that's fine. As long, I'm not eating it cold. Well, I think you probably do eat it cold. I don't know. Why, why would I want to eat that cold? Let me tell you more about this wonderful figgy pudding from okay. Spam. So it features cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, allspice, and cloves, along with popular winter flavor profiles like fig and orange flavors. That's what Spam wrote in their announcement. Mm-hmm. The results are billed as a simple addition to a festive charcuterie board. Or served along spiced Dutch baby pancakes and crispy skewers, whatever that might be. I don't even know what that is. It's a savory, sweet, and comforting treat, says Spam, for the Spam figgy pudding. And it evokes a sense of nostalgia and warmth, it says. It evokes a sense of Krampus just showed up. Says that it'll take consumers back to their favorite memories from holidays past. <laughs> when you were barfing yeah. in a toilet yeah, in a when bar. when I was ralphing on Christmas. You were drinking Blah. too much. Wait, there's more. This oh, how new, can there be? This new flavor brings a spirit oh. of the holidays in one can. It honors the traditional recipe while making it easy and versatile to enjoy. Spam figgy pudding represents... How one dish creates new interpretations of traditions. Where's Spam Pecan Pie or, you know, how about that? Mm-hmm. Now, where can you get your Spam Figgy Pudding? In hell. That's where I assume they sell it. Well, a few places. You could go to Spam.com. You could find it on Amazon. Spam.com. Or... You could go to Walmart.com. I know I spend my days at Spam.com. I'm going to have to pick some of this up, and you're going to have to eat it on the air. I'll try it. I mean, I'm not afraid to try it. I just I already know that, I mean, I feel a little guilty because it's probably made from the souls of children or something. It's terrible. Once again, Spam Figgy Pudding will triumph. Okay. I am very excited. Now... I want to be wrong, Corey, for you. I know for your you. sake, I, know I want you. to be wrong. And, and the listeners want you to advance your culinary palate. And I'm willing to do it on their behalf. Corey and Patrick has left us cash poor. This is all your fault. This radio show has left everyone talent poor. Corey and Patrick in the morning, 100.3 The Edge. And uh, a few minutes ago, I was talking about an article that... Uh, expressed frustrations from car owners who have to buy these subscriptions now, you know, for extended cruise control or to start a car or turn it off with an app, all these different things. And it just seems like more and more this is becoming uh, 
part of uh, part of just buying a new car where uh, they're just nickeling and diming you to death. All right, you, you you no longer just pay like a price and get all the good stuff or upgrade up to a package of things and and then you know it's yours. Now it's subscriptions. Man, that started years ago. Remember when they started doing that with licensing software, right? Ugh, I know. It's hard to get away from that. Uh, anyway, some comments came in about that. I want to say I like my remote start, but I'll be damned if I'm going to rent that feature. You pay $100,000 for a car, and you got to rent all the little options that come with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can keep that. I'll just keep driving my old junk. Thanks anyway. Yeah, I feel you. I... uh I, I, I never want to buy another truck. I'm just going to run mine into the ground, and when it stops running, then I'm just going to make my wife drive me places. I don't want to buy any more vehicles. We have two gas vehicles, and that's it. Uh, we just paid off the other the other hers. It's a fair, fairly newer, much newer than my car. Uh, but, you know, it's like, well, yeah, it paid off now. I want to get our use out of it. You know, not really interested in spending uh, an exorbitant amount of money for uh, an EV. Hey, Corey, it's Mean Girl. I know Patrick's out today. I just wanted to go on a sentimental little rant and say you guys are important to us listeners. Like, words can't explain how much you guys mean to us. And I think we should all rally together and get some sort of holiday or day named after, like, Corey Dietz Day or <laughs> something awesome like that, man. We got to do something like that. Like, you are an Arkansas. I'm an Arkansas something. Thank you, mean girl. I don't think I need a day. There's mother. There's another, a lot other causes that need days. Hey, Corey, hippie girl here. Listen, man. It, they can avoid all those subscriptions if they went like I did, old school. You know, that 69 Beetle, she has zero subscriptions and mm. zero censors. But, man, hey, sick or not, take you any way we can get your brother. Okay. Uh, one more here. Hello? See, the government made mandates to the manufacturers saying that by 2035, I believe, uh, at least 50 to 75% of all new vehicles sold were supposed to be EVs. Well, it costs a butt-ton more to uh, create an EV than it does a gasoline-powered vehicle. So, where do you think that money's going to come from? Manufacturers ain't going to eat it. It's definitely going to come from the consumers. No, I, I understand. This, this is the problem when government interferes with a free marketplace, you know, when they overregulate. Now, some regulation is good to keep uh, things to keep things on an even keel and to uh, keep uh, a level playing field. But when the government starts pushing, uh, you know, their their own personal ideological agendas through regulations, and we have a huge amount of bureaucracy and we are regulation nation. When it comes to that, you know, you have these unelected bureaucrats in in all these departments department of energy the you know department of health education all these people they uh, they come up with uh, these regulations they 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 take a look at a law and then they start writing regulations based on the law and there's not too many uh 
but not too many checks on them. Not too many uh, checks and balances on the bureaucrats who never seem to leave. And it's really easy to write regulations that you like that are based on your agenda uh, when when there's a permanent bureaucracy in the government. And uh, that's what we have right now. And if Congress won't pass it, well, you know what the, what the administration will do, whether it's this one or any other. They'll do a... Or, you know, a go-around. They'll figure out. I mean, that's what Biden's been doing with the um, student uh, forgiveness stuff. The Congress declined to do it. So he's been, you know, jumping through hoops to try to find some kind of law somewhere to do some student uh, loan uh, forgiveness. And, um, you know, it went to the Supreme Court, and they said you can't do that. He said, "Yeah, okay, fine." And then he started another workaround. So they, they don't, you know, they don't even listen to the legal system. When the legal system smacks them down and says you can't do that, they're like, "Oh, okay." Like they sort of, they sort of act like it's not important that, let's say, the Supreme Court just told you you can't do something. More coming up. Corey and Patrick in the morning. I can't listen to your crap before my coffee. Oakley Oakley, here's some French roast. 100.3 The Edge. My God, this is terrible. Good morning, someone's dead. He got a spear right through his head. A guy jumped off a building. An accident while welding. Some farmer lost his arm from a chainsaw on his farm. Don't you lose your head, it could be worse, you could be dead, and in a hearse it's the really awful, terrible files. This is perfectly awful! It was terrible, it was just terrible! Oh yeah. Okay, for today's really awful, terrible files, as I've mentioned, um, I'm just trying to rest my voice today. Just give it a break. And um, this morning I uh, I found a bunch of uh, really awful, terrible file uh, stories on my uh, my hard drive. These were so old. They were in Windows WMA audio file. I had to convert them online to MP3s because my Mac at home wouldn't even play them. So I've put them all together. It even has a I don't they're they're from different days of really awful terrible files. So they're they're all just kind of strung together, but it does begin with the old open to the really awful, terrible files. Really? 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 This is perfectly awful! Oh no, that's awful! That's just about the most awful thing I've ever seen. My God, this is terrible! Terrible? That's terrible, 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 terrible. Really? Awful! Terrible! Oh, the humanity! As you can see, we have a brand new uh, opening for uh, the really awful, terrible file. It's not going to make any of the stories any easier to take, but no, but it's sort but of it, a lighthearted little beginning, at least. At least you, know? you can have a happy little start to what is uh, bound to go downhill and be uh, rather disturbing. These are the really awful, terrible file stories. If you laugh at this, you have, have no, no soul. The man from Whitewell, Tennessee, who had his scrotum chewed off by a so-called living housekeeper, has decided to drop domestic assault charges. <laughs> oh yeah him remember okay mm. on february the 10th deputies were called to william frank reese's home for a domestic disturbance when they got there they found mr reese bleeding from the leg and uh, tommy Lorene burnett bleeding from the face and ears sheriff bo burnett 
no relation to the woman mm-hmm. involved in the case, said she was a girlfriend, but Mr. Reese told News Channel 9 over there that she was a living housekeeper. Right. The sheriff said the couple got into a scuffle, and the woman first bit Mr. Reese on the leg, then proceeded to bite his penis and scrotum. <laughs> Ms. Burnett chewed off a large chunk of skin from Mr. Reese's scrotum, <laughs> then ran out the front... I remember this story. Then ran out the front porch where she spit the skin to the dogs in the front yard. And one of them ate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not right. Tennessee, you got to love it. It's just not right. It's great. (sighs) Sheriff Burnett said Miss Reese bit the, rather Mr. Reese bit the woman on her face, (laughs) neck, and ears. Both were treated at a medical center and later booked on domestic assault charges. But apparently both parties have dropped the charges. I guess maybe we're going to try to make another go of it, It's huh? true love, right? <laughs> you mean you love me enough to spit out my balls? Las Vegas, Nevada. Two married professional bodybuilders were charged on uh, Wednesday, yesterday, with using a uh, stun gun on their uh, live-in uh, personal assistant and drugging and suffocating her before her charred body was found at a charred jaguar off a remote highway in the desert. Craig Titus and his wife Kelly Ryan appeared in court to, to face charges as upgraded to include kidnapping against Titus and murder and kidnapping against Ryan. Uh, they're accused of killing 28-year-old Melissa James, a former fitness instructor who moved... Uh, Moved out there to Vegas from New Jersey to live with the couple. Her body was found on December the 14th of last year. Clark County Prosecutor Robert Daskus declined comment uh, or declined to uh, be able to describe a motive for the uh, slaying. But it was definitely a mess. Using a stun gun, then drugging, then suffocating, then sacrificing a jaguar. It's awful. To set it on fire. It's terrible. Formal bond hearing will be set for February the 10th. A Moreland, Indiana man, Curtis. No, there's oh, no there's song. No Curtis song? No. <laughs> Just move on. Curtis Downs, a Moorhead, uh, Moorhead Indiana man, uh, came home from work and he saw his wife. His wife was on the internet. His wife was in a chat room. His wife was talking with another man in the chat room on the internet so he shot her dead turned the gun on himself and shot himself dead you've got suicide (laughs) (laughs) court charlotte florida a man was arrested after he was accused of injecting his girlfriend's four-year-old daughter with heroin and then putting a lit crack pipe in her mouth. What an idiot. Yikes. That's beyond idiot. That's that's like a 10 on the assholeometer, man. <laughs> yeah. Right about God. That. A, a poor Charlotte woman told investigators that Sean Mulski and her daughter were uh, gone when she woke up Friday. When they returned, the mother thought the daughter seemed a little lethargic and noticed her eyes were rolling back in her head. The girl explained about the shot to mom and told the mother that Malski said the crack cocaine would give her energy. This according to the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office. Jeez. 
Well, the mother found a puncture wound in the girl's arm and took her to the hospital where she tested positive for opiates and cocaine. Molsky threw all of his dope away and jumped into the canal out behind the house when the deputies arrived to investigate a report that he was uh, fighting with a friend, and that's when they found stuff he had tried to throw away, the tube with the cocaine residue, a glass, crack pipe, and a fanny pack containing cocaine. They put two and two together, and this guy's going away for a long time. Okay, let's get to the fun stuff. Okay, good. That's there we all, go. That's all. Out of Australia. A man who put a lit cigarette in the eye of a toddler. Oh, no. How old? <sighs> Remains on the run from New South Wales police. The man approached a 51-year-old woman who was with two children and began a brief conversation about 11.30 a.m. last Friday. He then removed a cigarette from his mouth putting it in the eye of an 18-month-old boy before oh, running God. away. It's human life, not <sighs> an ashtray. The good news is the kid was treated at a hospital and is not expected to have any long-term damage to his sight. That's just crazy. Crazy bastard. If you'll miss the big fail finale. Well, why don't you do something, you corporate whore? Corey and Patrick, 100.3 The Edge. Play 100.3 The Edge on iHeartRadio. Playing 100.3 The Edge on iHeartRadio. 200 years ago, the writing of Twist the Night Before Christmas. Hmm, let's see. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter... Clatter? What do you mean, clatter? Like a noise. Why didn't you just say noise? Well, it's a poem. Clatter. I need it to rhyme with what's the you matter. You need it to rhyme. Nobody likes poems. Well, yeah. Are well, you a rapper now? Look, I'm trying to write something that'll be around forever. You know, this is why we're broke. You're writing poems. I'm also a cobbler. Oh, during... and newsflash, you don't have to rhyme in poems anymore. This is 1823. Get with the times. <sighs> mayhaps you're right. Yeah, mayhaps I'm right. Now let's do closeted secret gay stuff. All right. Not that anything could be gayer than writing a poem. Come over here. <laughs> Corey and Patrick in the morning. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Oh, give it to me. 100.3 The Edge. All right. Uh, six minutes after nine, Corey and Patrick. Patrick's off sick today. It's 47 degrees. Today, cloudy with a high near 58 degrees. Um, 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 uh, Wreaths Across America Day is this Saturday at the uh, Little Rock National Cemetery, 11 a.m. Volunteers are needed to lay wreaths. Please, if you can uh, participate, uh, they need you to arrive by 1045 for the opening ceremony at 11 o'clock. A little bit of audio this morning to share with you. Uh, Let's start with this. An 11-year-old Florida boy has been arrested after calling 911 and falsely reporting a school shooting because he wanted to go home early. Here is uh, the 911 call that Taryn Lewis Jean made for the non-existent school shooter. There we go. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Help, there's a school shooter walking through, through the hallway. What school? Uh, Mary Oaks. What hallway are you in? 
Moody, too. Marion Oaks Elementary or Marion Oaks High School? Huh? Hello, can you hear me? Marion, which school? Marion Oaks could, Elementary? Man, 11 years old. I can't imagine ever having done something like that. Now, I, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't a bad kid, but sometimes I wasn't a good kid. Uh, but I didn't do crazy stuff like that. He was arrested. Okay, um, tis the season for interesting, seasonally oriented, marketed foods, stunt foods. How about this? A Doritos-flavored liquor has officially been invented and will be available to purchase next month for 65 bucks. Uh, sound uh, enticing? Here's one of the owners of Empirical. That's the name of the company doing it, the Doritos-flavored liquor. This is Lars Williams explaining the origin story of the Doritos spirit. One of the first members of our team, Hiro, had gone out for lunch and come back with a sandwich and a bag of Doritos. And at that time, I was still doing a lot of, a lot, a lot of tests of distilling different things. So when he came back from uh, his lunch run, I took a look at the bag of Doritos and said, sorry, buddy, I'm going to have to take part of your lunch and turn it into booze. And uh, we tried it and the result was amazing. I don't know where what the where the drumming stuff was coming from. It was just part of the cut. I don't I don't know where this was lifted from. Kind of distracted, right? Okay, um th- I saw this yesterday and I thought, "Wow. This is great." There's a guy in Maryland, he has gained millions of fans. What he does is he dresses up as a gecko. He has a gecko con uh, costume. And ever since the pandemic, he started doing this to amuse himself. And he takes calls from people to provide some sort of therapy to them. Now, his name is Lyle Drescher, but he goes by the therapy gecko. And he you can see him like in videos sitting there in his costume with uh, people on the phone who are spilling their guts out and trying to somehow have the therapy gecko help them move past whatever problems they're experiencing. All right, so, uh, oh, and by the way, he is not a trained therapist, okay? He's just a guy in a gecko costume. He's the therapy gecko. Some people talk about deep interpersonal problems with their relationships, and then other people will talk about pooping their pants. I started uh, streaming myself on Reddit as a gecko taking phone calls, and the streams would go onto the front page of Reddit. My expectation is that I would be uh, living here in my mom's basement doing this forever, but uh, it has gone much better than I thought it would. He dresses as a gecko, and people can't wait to ask him for life advice. Who would have known? Who would know? Okay. Uh, new year means uh, many uh, many people often seek out new, new opportunities. An employment recruiter who uh, posts advice on TikTok shared three things to lie about during a job interview. These are things to lie about. 
Number one, if you were leaving your job because you really dislike it, because you don't get along with your boss or your colleagues, you're going to lie about this. Please do not tell them that your boss doesn't like you. Don't tell them that everyone's really hard to work with. All they're going to hear when you say that is that you are difficult. Instead, Mm -hmm. you're going to say something like, things are going great, but I want to take on bigger challenges. The second thing that you're going to lie about is why you want the job. 100% of people who want a job want it for the money and benefits. Instead, you are going to tell them why you're passionate about the company's mission, why this job is your life's work, and you are just such a good fit for the culture at this company. And the third one is your plans for the future. I don't care if you are starting grad school in six months and just need this job as filler and you are going to jump ship as soon as you find something better. When they ask you about your plans for the next five years, your plans are to be at that company. Come in, knock it out of the park in this Mm. role and continue to grow as opportunities arise. What every company wants is top talent that is going to stay and grow with them. All right. The the top three things to lie about. Uh, Here's one more that... uh... I saw earlier this morning, and um, I thought this was kind of interesting because I didn't realize that people actually think about this. Which way do you face while showering? I've just been informed by my mom that there are two ways people shower, and we just realized that we both do the opposite thing. So when I shower, the shower head is behind me, so the water is, like, on my hair and down my back. Of course, I'll turn around occasionally and, like, move around, but she showers primarily facing the shower head, so the water, like, hits her in the face and down her body. And she's shocked that I do the opposite, and I'm shocked that she does the opposite. I feel like the normal way to shower is with the shower head behind you, and you're facing that way. Is anyone else surprised by this? I am. I always thought that... Well, see, I do the full Monty, so to speak. I, I That's what I call it. In other words, uh, no matter which way I start, and it could be forward or backwards, I turn around and I make sure that I'm showering both sides of my body and crevices and my head and shampoo and all that. So I don't really have one way I stand in the shower. I'm an omni-showerer. I stand always. But I didn't realize that maybe some people are very particular about that. 100 Fitz Lingerie Studio. ShopCupids.com. It's Corey and Patrick in the morning. Arkansas's Rock Station. 100.3. The Edge. Good morning. It's 18 minutes after 9. It's 47 now. Today, cloudy. And a high of uh, about 58 degrees or so. We've got to talk back. Yeah. So back in 2010, I moved down to Atlanta seeking some new job opportunities that didn't work out and I became very homesick and one of the only things that got me through that was the Corey and Jay show. I could stream it on iHeartRadio and kind of feel like I was back home for a little bit. Well after several months I was able to move back home to Little Rock and I've been enjoying the show ever since. Thank you for everything you've given me. Thank you for everything you've given us. Well thank you. That's um, that's Matthew. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Friday's show is uh, going to be my last, and uh, I know Patrick's probably going to be back tomorrow, and and he'll be here Friday. Uh, so on Friday's show, uh, my uh, my wife's going to join us in the nine o'clock hour. My son's coming up; He's, he wants to sit in. My youngest son wants to uh, sit in. He's going to be sitting in, and um, I got some special things prepared for uh, for that show. So I I hope you'll be with us. Uh, I don't. I don't want to start saying my goodbyes today. It's just Wednesday, but it truly has been, uh, you know, the joy of my life to uh, to do this radio show, and to be with you, and to have met all 
all of you over these years, but I'll save that. I'll save that for Friday, okay? Hopefully I won't get too choked up. That's what I'm most worried about. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but uh, it may happen. All right. Um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Patrick's not here. He's sick. I'm trying to rest my voice after having some sort of uh, awful, terrible kind of bug. Oh, I, what? it's not COVID, by the way, because I got tested right away Saturday. And it was like totally negative. So wasn't it's not a COVID thing. Uh, so anyway, so I pulled out some things uh, from the archive and uh, wanted some seasonal uh, segments from the past. And here's one with Patrick and myself. So congratulations. You ruined Christmas. You ruined Christmas. He ruined Christmas. Forever. Yeah, here it is now. We're officially into the holiday season. And I, I know we started these things I, th- I think actually the first one is in, was in September. <laughs> I, it was just one of those early years. Right. All right. Christmas is ruined for a number of reasons. Here's another one out of Portsmouth, Maine. When a Salvation Army bell ringer arrived in Market Square Tuesday morning, set up a donation kettle and began ringing for donations, Sarah Hamilton Parker called the police. Huh? I listened to this for 200 hours a year, said Hamilton Parker who works in a downtown shop near the annual bell ringers. This is my fourth year, and I can't take it anymore. (laughs) I'm so sick of it. She said the bell ringers start in the morning. They clang all day long, then continue into the night. And according to her calculations, she listens to 40 hours of Salvation Army bell ringing every week. Oh, my God. For five weeks a year. Or 200 hours a year. That's what she's added it up to be. What a nightmare. Hamilton Parker said she's complained to the Salvation Army every year for the past four years and asked that the bell ringers just be moved. But nothing has changed. And she says, now it makes me hate Christmas. Uh, I don't blame her. I would, too. All right, then here's... Another one, uh, Santa Claus was trying to enter a mall. This was in England somewhere, some mall, and his, uh, the guy's name is Steve Chessel. He uh, inadvertently spent 40 minutes suspended in the air before being rescued by his colleague because he couldn't get down. No, he, he got stuck. Right. Santa, Santa was rappelling down. He was rappelling down. They, you know, Santa can't just walk in anymore. And ho, ho, ho. <laughs> he's always, he's got to he's got to come in on a parachute. He's got to rappel down. That's right. He's got to be shot through a rocket into the mall. He's got to show up right. like Batman. Exactly. These days. Uh, so this guy, uh, this Santa Claus, got stuck. The thirty-two uh, year old arrived to the cheers, but but laughter. Of the folks who were there, because everyone realized pretty quickly that Santa really wasn't going to make it all the way down. <laughs> and the guy on the uh, PA system, probably some local DJ, by the way, right. he was like, say hello, Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, Santa. He always likes to make an entrance. He's used to coming down chimneys, but we've never seen this before. <laughs> At this point, you know, you, you want to fire this guy if he does have a job. Right. The announcer said, oh, no, he hasn't got the rope stuck in his beard, has he? Oh, no. Father Christmas, are you going to stay up there? Oh, my God. That's the best view of the lights if you do. This guy should be. You forget Santa. String this guy up. 
Boy, how would you like Free to hear them on your local Top 40 radio station? All right, Santa, look at there. Anyway, uh, Santa Claus was not capable of getting down, had to be rescued, and so, again, Christmas being ruined for, for that reason. Then this out of uh, the Los Angeles area, or is it, um, it's actually Santa Monica. Damon Vicks didn't have to go to court to push Christmas out of the city of Santa Monica. He just joined the festivities. The atheist's anti-God message alongside a life-size nativity display in a park which is overlooking the beach, ignited a debate that burned brighter than any Christmas candle. Santa Monica officials snuffed the city's holiday tradition this year rather than referee the religious rumble. What? Prompting churches that have set up a 14-scene Christian diorama for decades to sue over freedom of speech violations. Wow. Their attorney will ask a federal judge to resurrect the depiction of Jesus' birth. While the city aims to eject the case. So the city became that old man. Get off my lawn! Well, they didn't want to have to deal with... Right, any of it. Yeah, they just said, oh, just all of you go away. So the atheists literally ruined it for everyone. Well, once again, yeah, the the free thinkers, they don't want anybody else having a good time, I guess, right? No. So uh, those are just a couple of more reasons why Christmas is ruined again this year. Christmas is ruined again. Four have two men screwed up one radio program this badly. You're welcome. Corey and Patrick in the morning. 100.3 The Edge. 9.39 on The Edge. Good morning. It's Corey and Patrick. Uh, Patrick's off sick today. He thinks he'll be returning tomorrow. It's 47 now. Today, cloudy, a high of 58 I uh, I have to catch up on a couple of plugs here. Um, I don't know if I gave uh, a plug to the Reed firm during the really awful terrible files. Uh, if you're in an accident and it's not your fault, call Tim Reed at the Reed firm. They provide statewide service. If you don't get paid, he doesn't get paid. 777-READ or ReedFirm.com because big settlements are no accident. And I also didn't mention uh, Arkansas Foundation and Drain today. If uh, you have cracks in the walls or standing water around your house, why are you just standing there looking at it? Get a free estimate. That's uh, that's the kind of stuff that ruins your investment, okay? Water damage? Get a free estimate, 501-516-1206, or visit them online at ArkansasFoundationAndDrain.com. Oh, what to do here? I have two things in front of me. Um... I'll tell you what, let me let me do this, and I'll do the other one in a few minutes. And I have another archived uh, piece of audio. So uh, in Tampa Bay, I guess it's the Tampa Bay Times, they, um, they did a Festivus airing of the grievances. They asked their uh, readers. It's pretty amazing there's a newspaper that still has readers. I don't even know how many major newspapers are still in the country, to be honest. I mean, there used to be, uh, most cities had at least a morning and a, an afternoon daily. Some cities I lived in had several mornings and afternoon editions. And then, of course, there's always USA Today. But anyway, so uh, Tampa Bay Times, uh, they uh, asked their, their readers to uh, tell them uh, some of their top complaints of the year, because that's what 
or at least that's part of what Festivus is about. Okay, so let me read some of these. Daryl said, my wife referring to the pet stroller as my walker, while people nod sadly as I walk by. <laughs> Somebody who just went, went by AVB said, people who tell me about their wild dreams. Why? I don't care. It didn't happen, and it's usually not wild. Looking at you hubs. Looking at you hubs. Husbands? Matt said, why do I have to say goodbye every time I leave the house, even just to go to the grocery store? Can't we all ju just stop with all the bye? Don't people want to know when someone else has left the house so that, you know, like your spouse, do you do that? Do you just leave the house and not tell whoever you live with that you're leaving? Or do you always let them know so that, you know, in the event they need to reach you? We do. I mean, if I'm going out, I, I tell Chris uh, I'm going to the store or whatever. Uh, Sarah said, the baby boomers in my life still call me a kid and say my handwriting is bad. I turned 30 this year. I'm the only one who knows how to fix all their computer, phone, and printer problems, and I'm not doing it anymore. Again, these are Festivus gripes. Patty says, my husband retired about a year ago. I thought he would find at least one new hobby, but now I know the truth. I'm going to spend the rest of my life listening to the same old stories for hours and hours until the sweet release of death finally grants me some peace and quiet. <laughs> and uh, Missy said, my purpose on this planet is uh, not to be the one that turns your balled up, dirty, vile socks inside out. Enjoy your freshly laundered but still dirty, wet balls of socks. Also, you missed the basket. Go move. One in the morning. You think there'd be no downside to constantly insulting people on the air? It's a real cruel world. 100.3 The Edge. All right, it's 10 minutes before 10 o'clock. Uh, the Edge Morning Fix is coming along. Don't forget tomorrow, guitar number 11 in the 12 Guitars of Christmas. Oh, my gosh, I just took a look at who signed it. It's going to be a very, very uh, sought-after guitar. Very sought-after. Okay, that's uh, tomorrow. Guitar 11. Uh, here is uh, a piece of archived audio from uh, the show's early days. Kind of a funny bit. It's, uh, it's called the, the Penis and Vagina Store. What is this world coming to? What now? Well, listen to this. Because of recent breakthroughs in genetic research, it may be possible within 25 years to artificially grow penises and vaginas that can be implanted as functioning organs in human beings. How many do we need? Well, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Not one's enough to keep up with. Thank they're, you. you they're, I mean, uh, basically what they're talking about is basically <laughs> using DNA to in a, in a lab somewhere, they're going to make yeah. penises, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they're going to have like some kind of penis warehouse 
so that always about your penis. <laughs> in the event of some, I don't know, accident or something, you just go get another one. You know, you say say you're say you're riding your bike and you forget uh, back brake before front. Right, right. Uh -huh. You go flying off the bike. No problem now. Yeah. Severing, not a problem. You go over to the penis warehouse. <laughs> Penises are us, or whatever the hell they're going to call it. <laughs> and you shop, and you pick one off the rack. You find one that that you like that you know you think will look good on you. So and everything else. The, every year, a new model. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> new innovations. Nineteen. Bend left, bend right, bend up, bend down. Well, you know, this is going to be abused. Well, I just don't like mine, and I want a bigger and better one. Yeah, but you see, this works out for you too, because at the same time they're stocking the penis warehouse, they're also stocking the vagina warehouse. Oh, no, mine's just fine, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's very odd, isn't it? somewhat uh, wrong. I, I well, they, this is going to happen. By the year 2025, 20, uh, they're going to be able to have these uh, shopping uh, facilities. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Okay, I'm fine, but you know what I think? Is what? This, does, okay, does this mean we can get them a la carte? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, you know, you can go in, uh, you know, and take... Oh, that's like, that, that you, you, know, know, you don't have a guy to pick. You don't have to have a husband. You, don't have, you can just get it all apart. I'll take one of these. There one you of go. These and Why are you even married? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you've never called up here and said anything positive about the men or your husband. You know, I think men are wonderful creatures, but, you know, I'm just trying to be a future-oriented person. I'm thinking in the future, should something horrible happen to my husband, right. I would not have to dishonor him. I could just have the better parts, you know, like, reproduce. Now, exactly. I mean, it's like it's like heading down to Subway and getting a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> you know, today I want this. Maybe, t you know, you don't always want a turkey sandwich. Exactly. Sometimes you want something else. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, and, you know, the ones you don't like or don't use or don't work yeah. out for you don't throw them away pass that's them on right. to friends I mean, so you don't want to you don't want to throw you know you don't want to the christmas possibilities this could have and you could use them for you know when you get tired of them you could always use them for door knockers now, maybe we can rent them when you yeah. get tired of them do you call goodwill well oh, <laughs> i think they'll probably have another name for it but that's a whole other situation yeah because i mean you don't want to throw out a perfectly good penis just that's because right. it's not that's to your liking right. you know what i mean and now the problem is they're attached to a guy and i feel bad about throwing out a whole guy so yeah. You know, I you know I wouldn't feel so bad about leaving it out in a box and say you know have the goodwill come by and say you know I'm tired of this one could you please get me another one? Yeah, you know the difference between your life and my life. Yes. I know when to get out. <laughs> uh, have a nice day, guys. Yeah, thanks okay. a lot. Bye bye. More lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.